All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is episode 26 of the Last One Fast One podcast, and we have a fantastic guest tonight. It's Hunter Armstrong. He's an Olympian, Olympic gold medalist. He's a world record holder in the 50 backstroke, and he's over in Cal right now training um, professionally, and we're honored to have him on the podcast. Thanks for joining us, Hunter. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Hunter. So kind of just brief us as how you got into swimming and how you came up so quickly as a swimmer. Uh, so um, what started it all was um, I was out at the lake and followed my older brother off the slide. And I'm like little, little at this point. Um, snuck away from my parents. I, I did that a lot, but followed him off the slide and did not come back up. And a little girl ended up pulling me out of the water. I wasn't breathing. Um, needless to say, I scared my parents to death. Yeah. So I was put into swim lessons. <laughs> and then my brother started swimming. And then I just sort of picked it up as one of my many sports at the time. But yeah. That's how it started. For sure. Do you have like any, were any of your parents swimmers or any relatives? Nope. Um, obviously my older brother, um, he swam with me, um, as an age grouper, he went to West Virginia, did all four years there, but he was more of a short course guy. So he didn't, uh, he didn't pick up long course, gotcha. but yeah, no parents or grandparents swam. Uh, my grandpa was a swim coach, but back then you didn't really have to swim to be a coach. Yeah, that's su that's super interesting because now it seems like, you know, you, you find a swimmer anywhere you say, you know, how'd you get in the swimming? Oh, my my parents were D1 or my my this was this. So that's I mean, I guess this guy starts somewhere, though. So that's pretty cool that yeah. for you, that's that's how it started. Um, when did first. That's right. That's right. Um, did you play basketball or anything? Like how tall are you? Um, I'm pretty close to six, eight. Um, I did play basketball, but when I got into high school, I narrowed it to football and swimming. Those were my two sports. And then like choir, theater, show choir, honors choir, like too many extracurriculars. I had to pick two sports. Right. I gotcha. What position were you in football? I was a linebacker and a wide receiver. Gotcha. gotcha. I can see that. Yeah. So were you, um, you play football all the way through high school or was it kind of just, yeah, just kind of tell like, what were you doing? Yeah. So I ended up quitting football. Um, I think sophomore or junior year. And that's when, so I think 20, 2018 is when I decided that I wanted to go just focus on swimming 2019 was my first full year of training, but 2018 is kind of where I figured out, oh, there's a long course season. And it's, that's sort of where everything changed. Yeah, for sure. I, I found some stats. Oh boy. Um, some stats from your, your junior year of high school um, at the Ohio state championship, you were 13th in the 53 and 13th in the hundred back. And then three years after that, you make the Olympics, right? So how do you, like, what do you think attributes from, you know, the B final and Ohio state swimming to um, an Olympic gold medal and a world record three, four years later? I, I will say my junior year, I had the flu. 
Okay. <laughs> but even if I was completely healthy, I wouldn't have been top five. Like yeah. I'm just not a short course swimmer. That's too many walls. Um, my senior year of high school is when I had a, a summer of long course training under my belt. And that's when I started to, I got second twice okay. to Adam Cheney. Um, but I think just long course and deciding that swimming is what I wanted to do. And so I started showing up to practice more than twice a week and I got better. Weird. <laughs> what did, what was the difference between those short course practices and long course practices? Uh, so my high school, we only had three lanes and it was typically like 12, 10 to 12 people per lane, mixed genders. So if you're doing anything more than a 50, you're catching up and it was a mess. So long course was at a different program, about 30 minute drive. And that was only long course. We had more space. Um, and I just feel like it takes time for me to build speed. And once I hit that top speed, there's always a wall and then I have to do it again. So right. long course practices have really turned me into what I am. And, you know, I, I have a surprisingly good aerobic base, like I'll hold with our mid D guys because currently at Cal, I'm training in mid-distance freestyle. Like, I hardly touch backstroke. And now that our boys are tapering, I'm out of sprint group. Mm -hmm. I got so, you. long course aerobic is my baby. Right. So, you, you really started to find, was it that kind of that senior year that you really started to find some success at, you know, the long course level? And did that kind of um, propel you to, you know, West Virginia? So I, I think I committed, I don't remember exactly what year I committed. I was a very late commit. It was before, it was before my senior year. I know that. Okay. Yeah. Um, but my junior year, 2018, I barely qualified for summer juniors. I didn't final. I think I got like 35th or something in the hundred free um, and then 2019, I won three events at juniors, wow. 50 free, hundred back and hundred free. So that was, that was the year that I kind of figured out that I could be more than just a college swimmer, Gotcha. but never, never thought I was going to be an Olympian. Right. Gotcha. Right. For sure. So, so you go off to college and you know, it, it's, it's all like, you know, short course training, you're all working towards up NCAAs. How was that transition, you know, going from you find all this success at long course and then now it's full blown into short course. Um, it, it was tough, but my, uh, my freshman year at West Virginia, like I wasn't, I'm not a bad short course swimmer, but it, it I'm just not as good as I am long course. Right. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, I'm still 18, seven, 41, <laughs> five and 44, three, like all final at NCAAs and any of my events, but 
I'm not going to win. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're better than 99.9% of the population at short course, but you know, in long course, Uh, you're, you're the best. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but no, it was, it was a lot of fun at West Virginia. I love that school. Um, but then COVID kind of changed everything and I had to go home, but no, I, it was a very successful freshman year for me. I think I got third at big 12s and that was, I mean, Texas Yeah, can't like, can't mess around. For sure. For yeah. sure. So kind of talk to us a little bit about um, that 2021 Olympic trials you know, making the team, your Olympic experience. Um, Cause I think, you know, anytime we get an Olympian on our podcast, the viewers get pretty pumped up. So it would be a shame for us to skip over um, the Olympics. So we would love to hear about it. Uh, well, you know, the Olympics wasn't, uh, wasn't great for me. Yeah. Um, I'll give a little bit of build up. So I had not a single thought about being an Olympian. Like I was just happy to go to trials and my goal was to make the national team. Right. Because I made the junior team in 2019, then COVID. So I was still on the junior team for 2020 and I didn't want to have a gap of not making a national team. So I'm like, I just want to make top six. That, that was my only goal going into trials. Um, I think indie indie pro series was May, like a month out from trials. I had taken two weeks out of the water for my cousin's wedding and dropped a 53 six, which put me like top 10 in the world at the time. Um, and I'm like, Oh, you know, I, I could definitely make national team with that, but it, it wasn't until I was second in the semifinal at trials that I realized that there could be a chance I make the Olympic team. Like prelims, I'm like, okay, good swim. Semis after I was second seed, I'm like, all right, so it just got real. <laughs> like it could happen. But made the team, it was great getting to work with Murph because I look up to him as a mentor. He's a legend and now he's my teammate. That was just the coolest thing. Yeah. But Tokyo wasn't great for me. I mean, that was my first international meet. I'd never traveled, let alone to be the first time at the biggest event that you can go to. Um, but that was also like my fourth taper because I had tapered for big tens. Then I had tapered for NCs then I tapered for world trials. Then I had to taper again for Tokyo. So I didn't place where I wanted. I didn't make the final. Um, it was, it was hard because we have this legacy of backstroke and I'm pretty sure that was the first time in a long time that, two Americans didn't make the final in the backstrokes. So it was, it was tough. I, I was fortunate enough to be able to swim the prelim relay and bring back a medal, but you no, know, it, it kept me hungry. 
and I came back with a vengeance. Yeah. For you sure. come you come back with a vengeance and you break the you break the world record in the in the 50. Um talk a little bit about that 50 backstroke world record and then we'll kind of touch on like what you're up to now these days. Yeah. Um completely unexpected. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I wanted that record eventually. Yeah. But I only had one previous 50 backstroke before prelims and it was a 25, five. Wow. So I had no idea what was going to happen. Yeah. But when I went 2401, I'm like, maybe I can do this. I was terrified because Justin Ress and Shane Cassis and all of them <laughs> were so close I made I'm in the hotel. I made a post that night. I'm like, look, I don't know if my American record is going to stand, but this is my first record and I will forever be proud of it. Yeah. Very cool. And then that night broke the world record and oof, the the emotions, it was crazy. Yeah. I mean, did you ever think, you know, junior year of high school you'd ever have a world like a world record? Like was that even a thought in your mind? junior of high school yeah i i didn't even think i was gonna go d1 wow. in college <laughs> that's crazy that's so nuts so you break that world record was that before or after you decided to um you know go train at, at cal so it had been in the talks for a bit mm -hmm. um not that i was gonna go to cal that was never the intention right but um I knew that my sprint coach was going to go somewhere and one year out from the Olympics, I don't want to get a new coach. Right. So I had made up my mind wherever he's going, I'm going. And gotcha. it just happened to be Cal. <laughs> Interesting. Very cool. Yeah. What's kind of like take us through training with Ryan Murphy at Cal and how's, how's, how's it been going lately? Um, so we don't train together too often, okay. but when we do, it's, it's fast. <laughs> I, I can um, imagine. Yeah. Cause I, I train almost exclusively freestyle. Um, yeah. I'd say probably 90 to 95% of my practices are freestyle. Interesting. That's kind of mind blowing. When I do touch backstroke, it's typically for quality. So we're going to suit up, we're going to go off the blocks and we're going to go at it. And yeah. if Murph decides to do backstroke that same day, then we'll throw down and it it's quick. Yeah. Kind of do you have any um, memorable practices with, yeah. with Murph? We, I hate it. I hate what we <laughs> do, but it's just something that Cal does a lot. Yeah. Um, it's called jump starts. So like swim, swim came out and they recorded us. I didn't win a single thing. Um, because you push on the surface and it's the, like, I've never done it. And some of our guys are really good at it, but you don't push underwater. You don't drop down at all. Like you hold on to the wall. And as soon as he says, go, you just jump and start swimming. Mm. Um, and those guys are just so quick. I have, I don't think I've won a jump start 
yet. Because we also only go to 15. Right. It it takes me time. For sure. And Murph's just a big dude. And he's, I mean, I lift with him. It's crazy the amount of weight that he can move. What's what's like Murph moving in the weight room? Yeah. Like maybe like maybe an example like well, what's he like squatting or something? Oh, he he front squats crazy amounts. I'm terrible at front squat, um, but it's more noticeable with like clean. Okay. So I love clean. It's my favorite. Um, and I just got up to two thirty not too long ago. Like, yeah, I think I saw that. Did you did you post that? Yeah. Yeah, that was sick. That was at awesome. Ohio State, I think my max was um like 190, maybe 200. Yeah. And my lift coach is like, you can get 225. So I was really happy that I was able to get it. And it was Murph who recorded it. Nice. But um, now I consistently do 225 for most all of our workouts. So I'll rep it out. I'll put like chalk on and get ready. And then Murph will come over and just like rip it for five. Like it's nothing. Like that's his warm up. Yeah. <laughs> that has pretty uh, humbling. Yeah, for sure. Lifting with Murph. If you had to like compare a day in your life now to like in college, would college you even think of what you're doing now? You know, this is a, it's a nice, nice life I got now. Um, Cause balancing with school was so hard. Yeah. I um, I don't have homework anymore. So everything I do is swim. So I, I go to morning practice. I come back, I recover, I stretch, I eat better than I did in college. Um, then I just do that all day, every day. That being said, that also means that I have no excuses because that's all I have to do is swim. So I get the freedom, but I also carry the responsibility of this is everything. I have to do it right. Yep. Right. Yeah. So having an off day probably ends up a little worse than can't just blame it on school. Yeah, because Matt's going to be like, hey, um, what time did you go to bed? In college, a lot of it was like 3 a.m., 4 a.m., didn't sleep at all. Um, Wow. Yikes. I think the last week and a half here, I've gotten 10 plus hours of sleep every night. Wow. So you're really able to prioritize recovery. and Absolutely. Um, So like, you know, obviously at Ohio State, you're you're training a, a ton of long course. What's like the, you know, ratio now look like from like, how much are you swimming long course? Or are, are you touching short course much? Like what, what's it looking like at, at Cal? So most of our morning practices are long course. Um, our afternoons are short course, but I mean, as much as I dislike short course, it is 100% necessary in order to further develop, like I need my underwaters. I need power work, um, that they complement each other. I just don't like racing short course because I don't 
like to lose. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, but my underwaters have gotten a lot better because, I mean, I think probably one of the best underwater kickers out there, Bjorn Seelinger. Mm-hmm. Absolute speed demon underwater. It's disgusting. Right. And I race him constantly. Yeah. Didn't you uh, tell when I, when, I, when I was at the Pro Swim Series in Knoxville, didn't you tell me, like, your first 15 at Knoxville was just as fast as it had been, like, um, like in your previous, like, big-time meet? Yeah, so um, coming off of Christmas training and altitude, and that's Cal Christmas training. That was – did not expect what we had to do. Yeah. Um, but no, my first 15 of my 50 back in Knoxville was a 5.8. And that matched the first 15 of my world record 50 backstroke. Wow. So even though I don't have the speed of the swim speed that I did, cause like I had a full beard, unshaved, unrested, arguably the most tired I've ever been in the water. And that just shows that my start, my underwaters have improved substantially. And if yeah. I can just pick up two tenths, cause I think Murph, he hangs around five, five to five, six. Um, if I can just drop down to where he's at, then I mean, that's a three tenths drop off of my record. Right. For and sure. It's all in the start. Yeah. Would you say like that is um, kind of like where you're looking to shave time off? Is that like kind of like, yeah, the focus, like that first 15 meters? Or do you have other parts of your stroke that like you're trying to like kind of change or anything? Um, there, there's a lot of room for improvement within that 50 backstroke but I'd say the most room is definitely within the first 15. Okay. Um, Cause I have to chase people. If I can, if I can match you on the first 15, then I know I can swim faster, but um, no, there, there's tons of room for improvement, especially within the hundred backstroke, which mm-hmm. I'm so much more excited for. The 50 is so stressful. Yeah. The 100, I, there's, a, there's more strategy in it rather than just go. Right. Kind of run us through some of that strategy. For the 50 or the 100? The 100. The 100. Okay. Um, so I have pretty good easy speed. Um, so that first 50 of my 100 back, I'm – hardly trying and sometimes to a fault like olympic trials um where i was seventh at the 50 Mm -hmm. um but it's that first 50 that i need to pick up but i think a lot of it is if i can hold your speed yours in like my competitors right yep if I can hold your speed with the least amount of effort possible, then I know my second 50, you're going to die off and I won't. Right. 
makes sense. What What were your thoughts on your uh, fifty two six in um in Knoxville? I saw on Swim Swim they said it was the second fastest time ever swum in the month of January. Um, yeah, it's it's still kind of crazy to me. I watched that video back, and I it's it's weird because I um. I was coming off of Christmas training and at the time um, I, end, I ended up hurting my arm, not quite injury, but I um, strained my bicep lifting in Colorado. So I was on the table constantly. I mean, it came to the point where I couldn't lift my arm above my, my head. Wow. Um, but no, two six was a, a great time. And I looked back, that would have made Tokyo. Wow. That's, That's crazy. Your Knoxville Pro Swim Series would have made Tokyo. Yeah, not not by a lot. Cassis, I think, was a 7-2 and I was a 6-8. But um pretty incredible though. Yeah. You know, coming yeah. off of winter training and, and doing that for sure. Yeah, but it also scared me. I'm like, why am I able to go this fast off of Colorado like did I not push hard enough or was am I more rested than I think I am like there had to be a reason um but my coach insisted he's like I watched you work don't doubt yourself this is just where you're at now you're going to continue to go two mids to two highs in normal season because now when you taper you're going to be holding 51 mid to 51 high. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm hunting 51s. Yeah. One nine is good, but I, I got to fight the Italians. Right. Yeah. And the but, Russians they're everyone's so fast now. The world, the world records at 51, six, right. It might've been 51, five. Okay. I don't Gotcha. I should it's probably 50. know this. <laughs> And your 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 PR is fifty one nine nine eight. Is that right? Yes. Gotcha. So you're right there, man. That's it's freaking awesome. I mean, obviously it has to slow down at some point, but there hasn't been a year where I haven't dropped more than half a second in every event. Right. So if that trend holds true, I should have the hundred back world record this summer. But we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Imagine so. What's kind of um, the rest of the season kind of look like for you? Um, yeah, just takes through that. Yep. So I um, heading to Fort Lauderdale um, beginning of March, or maybe it's last week of February. I don't know. Um, just I'm gonna race all three pro meets. So I'll be in Fort Lauderdale, Westmont, and Mission. And then it's world trials. Where, where are world trials at this year? Oh, shoot. I should know this. I think, <laughs> it, I think it's an indie. Okay, cool. Yeah, you, you just show up and throw down the times, man. That's sweet. It's either indie or Greensboro. Yeah. That seems to be the trend. For sure. What, what are your thoughts on kind of like so many world championships? Like, you know, world championship in 21, 22 olympics in 24 like how do you kind of like judge like you know an olympic cycle versus like you know a world championship cycle 
Um, truthfully, I, I don't. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Because everything started for me in 21. Right. So I, I did one Olympics. I did one world champs. Yeah, one world champs. Um, so I don't really have a feel for that. Obviously, my priority will always be on the Olympic cycle. Right. But I mean, I don't need um, I don't need four years of just prepping for the Olympics. So, sure. I mean, worlds are it's fun. It's such a fun meet. Yeah. So I'll I'll put I'll go all in for worlds. But if it has to conflict with Olympics which I think in 24, um, there's both. Yeah. So I will not be going to world championships. Yeah, for sure. That That's crazy that if that's the way it goes down, that would be absolutely bizarre. <laughs> My take on it, I think they're going to end up canceling the meet. Yeah, for sure. Because I think too many countries are going to pull out of it. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So what, what are your thoughts on um, kind of California? You know, you, you're Ohio. You're from Ohio, right? Yeah. The Midwestern. We're we're from the Midwest. We understand the the weather and stuff. Oh yeah. Um. So what's what's the California life been like? Do you like it? Do you not like it? Kind of take us through that a little bit. Yeah. So I'm uh, more of a country boy. Okay. Um, <laughs> All right. So Berkeley isn't really my kind of place. Okay. Um. It's so expensive out here. Yeah. But I'll tell you the, the biggest mistake I made when I packed to move out here, I didn't pack like jeans or hoodies or sweatpants or like anything. I'm like, oh, California, it's going to be like 80, 90 all year round. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Northern California is different. <laughs> it is cold. Right. That's yeah. What is How cold is it up there right now? Uh, right now it's 50, okay. but it'll be probably like 40s in the morning, sometimes high 30s, depending on the the time of year. But we only have outdoor pools. So if the water's cold too, I'm sorry about your luck. <laughs> <laughs> you Did you make it back to Ohio recently at all? Um... I got to go back after um, Golden Goggles for a bit. I okay. got to spend Thanksgiving there. Um, I got a couple days for Christmas after Australia. But a majority of my time has been here. Cool. I gotcha. Yeah, kind of run us through a day in the life in California. Like training, wake up, diet, lifting, all of it. It's going to be pretty boring for you, but I'll say it. <laughs> Let's hear it. Let's hear um, it. All right. So, and this was kind of interesting. At Ohio State, we were in the water at, I think, 530. My high school, we were in the water at five. But here, we're in the water at six. Okay. So, it's almost like sleeping in. <laughs> um, so, I wake up 530 eat like oatmeal or granola bar or something, just get something in your stomach before practice. Uh, ride my bike. It's like five, 10 minutes to the pool. Um, 
We got a two-hour workout, and this is our Monday, Wednesday, Friday. The Tuesday, gotcha. Thursday is just one practice in the morning, then you're done. Okay. Um, after practice, I'll go back, get some breakfast. Um, I My go-to is pancakes. Okay, solid. But, yeah, um, earlier in the season, I would nap between, but now I've stopped to um, – because I started like sleep through some practices. Yeah, I got in trouble for that. So <laughs> um, I stopped napping. So I'll get a coffee and do work on my computer, play video games. Then we uh, we lift. Sorry, we just changed our schedule. So it used to be lift then swim. Okay. So it'd be a noon to one lift, and then. 130 to 3:30 swim. Now it's um at noon we do like 30 minutes of activation, swim from 1:30 to 2:30 and then lift um 2:30 gotcha. 3:30. Now I just go back and eat dinner, chill and then go to bed probably like 8:30. Jeez. For yeah, sure. gotta, get those gotta get ready for the next one. Practices are hard out here. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. So, so yeah, when do you find time to start practicing magic tricks? Oh, I mean that that's what I'm doing between like morning and afternoon practice or like weekends, Tuesday, Thursdays, I have a ton of time. Yep. Um it used to be that those were the harder practices. Tuesday, Thursdays were like, we're gonna suit up or do active rest. But now things have changed a little bit because we're coming up on Pac-12s. Mm-hmm. So though that doesn't affect me, it affects the team and the schedule. And so we'll do their workout and then I'll stay after and do an extra set for yardage and then hit some towers and underwater work. Um, so, I mean, yeah, we're... The pros, we have our own little group, but um, we're in the water with the undergrads. For sure. Gotcha. For sure. Well, we just got some uh, questions for you that the viewers asked. So we'll probably um, we'll throw some out here. Um, right, the first one, 200 backstroke, um, yay or nay? Would you ever give it a shot? Um, I'll go in the middle and say, eh? <laughs> um. I've done it before. I've never done it properly. Like I know how to swim a 200 backstroke, but the reason nobody knows that I can do it is because that is probably my least favorite event ever in short course. Um, It was planned for me to throw down the 200 back in Knoxville because if I would have gone 157 to 158, which my coach and I agreed is a decent time for what I was looking for, then I'd pick it up for my Paris lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had to go home on the last day and I had to scratch for finals. And I picked the 100 free because of my, my arm. Right. But... 
I'll swim it eventually. Okay. And if I think I'm good enough at it to where I can drop and make the Paris team or the LA team, then I'll can I'll continue to swim it. But right now there's no point in me adding another event if you're not going to make a team in it. For sure. That makes sense. Uh, next one. Are you any good at breaststroke? <laughs> I'm awful at breaststroke. <laughs> I, wish, I wish I was good at breaststroke because I think I would be a really good IMer. Yeah. If you had to like, guess a long course 100 breast time, what are you going with? Ooh. <laughs> um, I don't even know long course 100 breast times. Or any, any breaststroke event, just a time. I can tell you, um, and y'all can do the research on this. <laughs> um, Hannah Bach, Ohio State, is our main sprint breaststroker. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was able to beat her in a 50 breaststroke. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, like, there's a little bit of pride in it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I beat I beat a girl in breaststroke, but she... I think she was like top three ever um, 50 breaststroke splits. Solid. So she's a beast. So there oh, you no, go. She, she's crazy good at breaststroke. Dang, that's it. But uh, you can, you can hold some pride with that one for sure. For sure. For I, sure. I want to say I'm probably the last time I swam hundred breaststroke, it was a one double O on a relay, but I was like a sophomore in high school. Okay. Sure. Um, I short course, yeah. Okay. I think if I were to throw down a short course hundred breast, I'd probably be fifty-seven high, fifty-eight at best. Okay, cool. Because I'm only pullouts. Like I'm a better short course breaststroker because I need those walls. <laughs> For sure. Uh does being a magician help you with hand positioning in water? <laughs> I'm glad you asked this question because he DM'd me and told me that he, he sent this question in. Um, so I will say yes and no. I don't know if it helps with hand position. Okay. But it definitely taught me that um, you have to spend countless hours on the smallest details to be good at anything you want to be good at. Yeah. So, I mean, I, for magic, I sat in front of a mirror and just did the same motion over and over and over for hours because I, I wasn't invited to the parties. So I just sit at home and do magic. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. So now we just got to, you know, we got a couple more questions that we ask all of our viewers. Hit me. Um, coolest, just kind of rapid fire, coolest pool you ever swam at. Oh, you know, Stanford's pool always hold true to my heart because that was um, sort of my breakout was senior and junior nationals of 2019. Okay. But recently, Duna Arena in Budapest. Love it. There we go. All right. Uh, if you could be elite in any sport, which sport are you choosing and why? Ah, I mean, that's yeah. tough. <laughs> I'll, I'll give two answers. Um I love football so much. Played it, hate that I had to quit. But I did it for the betterment of my body. So if I could be elite at football and know that I wasn't going to injure or die, 
I'd pick football. <laughs> there we go. But any sport, volleyball. Love volleyball. Okay, gotcha. cool. Um, do you ever do you ever get to hang out with Michael Andrew at all down in California? Haven't seen him yet, but okay. when we're when we're together, we go out to dinners and stuff. Um, he's one of my closest friends on our team. Cool. I just brought that up because I know he's he's always posting volleyball stuff. So I was like, maybe we need a Hunter Armstrong, Michael Andrew uh, doubles volleyball action. Oh, my God. We've talked about it because he he's friends with a lot of like sand volleyball players. I think he dated one for a little bit. Um, I'm like, dude, let's throw down like duos. But he's in Southern California. I'm in Northern. Just hasn't come together yet. For sure. Um, if you could swim with anyone dead or alive, who would it be? I mean, you can you can do laps with Abe Lincoln or you can do laps with whoever you want. Tom Hanks, doesn't matter. Um, who are you going with? Swimmer or non-swimmer, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. You know, this is going to be a boring answer, but Caleb Dressel. There we go. Look, I've done it, and it was by far the coolest thing ever. Because <laughs> nice. I – I'm on the team with him. I'll still fanboy over him until the day I die. <laughs> <laughs> Valid. Uh, what are you jamming to behind the blocks and uh, or if you are? Uh, you know, I have a pump up playlist that I have been building since sophomore year of high school. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, you know, sometimes there's like, they all have like, a meaning to them so not all of them are the best pump up songs but the first ones in here are um freshman year at state um my brother sent me a couple songs he's like hey check this out so like if i'm feeling sentimental behind the blocks i listen to those but sometimes i discover new music at a meet and i only associate that music with that meet like gotcha. There's a lot of memories in that playlist you're saying. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Uh any words of wisdom that you'd want to tell the viewers? Ah oh, man. You know there's always just so much. Um I'd say for anybody that I'm assuming most of your viewers are swimmers. Would I would I be right in that? Yeah. 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 Probably like not 95%. You know, sh- right. shout out my dad. My dad's not a server, but I know he tunes in. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, well, I'd probably say that it doesn't matter when you start. Because I'd say a vast majority of our Olympic team, they've been swimming since they were four, five, six years old. I started swimming when I was like, training because I, I swam for like fun and would do like a couple practices ended up quitting the sport all through middle school but um i didn't start until like 2019 yeah so a lot of athletes out there i think are um is demotivated a word we'll count it we'll count it let's we'll go. make it a word okay it's a word now (laughs) um they think that it's too late to start and 
I'm hoping that, you know, I've sort of set a trend of, I mean, there's so many athletes out there that have so much talent and they're never going to try because they don't think they have a shot because they started too late. Yeah. So, and, and you're living proof that it's yeah. not too late. I know there's more of us. I mean, there's one at Cal here. He's a breaststroker. Um, can't remember his name right now. Cause obviously as soon as I want to <laughs> completely escapes me, um, he's only been swimming two years and he's one of our top breaststrokers here at Cal. Wow. So there, there's a lot of us. You just gotta, they gotta push through and find it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Great well, words. Yeah. Well, Hunter, thanks for joining us. That was, that was an op and that was an awesome episode and um, we really appreciate you coming on. Absolutely. Hope to see you guys in Westmont. Yes. Yeah. Episode 26 in the books. Beautiful.